Praise the Lord and welcome to Honestly Speaking. I am your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. Oh, it's just a blessing to be alive today and thanking and praising the Lord for His grace and His mercy yet again. It is just, it's just beautiful, isn't it? When we walk with the Lord, serve the Lord, trust the Lord, and know that all things work together for our good. That alone just makes you want to just say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted to come before you today. Um, there's a lot going on in this world, but I wanted to share some scripture that was just reminding me what we face. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and in every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Mm. Isn't it lovely to know that the stuff that we look at, the things we see, that we may be walking, you know, we have flesh, we're walking in the flesh, but we're not worrying that we can, we don't have to fight with our being. All we have to do is call on the Lord and seek God and and listen to what he's saying and cast down things and all this stuff and to do this all by calling on the Lord and trusting in him. That we don't have to go at this by ourselves. Life is hard. It's hard. It can be so hard. But we don't have to do it alone. We are not alone. We are walking with God. We are seeking his face, or we're supposed to be. We're seeking his face. We're seeking his direction, his word. And through all of this, we can have peace, joy. We can have all that we need in Christ. When I think about that, and I think about how I'm not walking in my flesh, um, or, okay, I'm not warring in my flesh because I'm actually walking in flesh. Although we don't want to walk in flesh, we want to walk in the spirit of the Lord. However, when I think about that and I think about how I'll be talking to my husband or talking to someone and it, the enemy's coming in and I'm thinking that I can face this and I can do this and and my mind starts to wonder and my mind starts to go here and there and it makes the situation worse when all I have to do is just cast that cast down those imaginations throw them out my mind don't even think about it don't even dwell on it because once I stop dwelling on it it's done Oh, yeah, it may go do something, but you do know that the word says it won't prosper against me. So if I already know that things are not going to prosper against me, I can cast them down. I can throw them aside. I don't have to focus on that because no weapon formed against me shall prosper. None. Nothing. Now, it may look like it's going to prosper. The 
enemy may actually pull. Say, for example, you know how you see the 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 um. And I love archery when you watch it in the old shows, and I like the medieval shows that they show, and they show them doing the archery, and the guy pulls back the bow and arrow, and he's shooting it at the apple. Well, let's pretend we're the apple. And he's pulling, and the enemy's pulling that arrow back. And it actually, he shoots it. But it doesn't hurt us. He misses us by a mile. He might even miss us by an inch, but it misses us. That's all that matters is that it misses us. Because God won't allow it to prosper against us. And sometimes I think if we take that thought and that aspect of life and understand that it's with our minds we serve the Lord, that we can put our minds at ease and at rest, by not focusing on that stuff. Another scripture that I, I always am quoting. <laughs> always. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 11 through 13. Put on the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Now, it says to stand. It doesn't say to stand and shout, stand and cry. It says to stand. It doesn't say stand and yell. It says to stand. It says to stand. Sometimes when we're standing, we want to move. And we want to go here and do this and do that. But a lot of times when we step out and do that stuff without the direction of the Lord, we are messing up our stance. We need to stand. We need to put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the enemy. So, you know, this part of the scripture is when it goes into the breastplate and all that stuff. So, pretty much when we hear these scriptures, we see a person who's standing in, 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 in the armor. It's like the knights did, once again, the medieval times. When the knights, and they would put on their hoods and they put on their whole entire armor so that they are protected from the other um, people that they're fighting against so that they don't get hurt. They don't get harmed. God wants us to wake up every single day and put him on from top of our head to the bottom of our feet, which means we need to wake up trusting him, having faith, believing, knowing that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, knowing that we can cast things down, vain imaginations, we can cast that all down. Knowing, knowing that it's his way is better than our way. Knowing that if we trust him and acknowledge his ways and follow his path and not our path, that in the end of the day, we can lay our heads down and peace and rest and know that we follow Jesus that day however some of us wake up we start off on the good foot 
But halfway through the day, we have allowed some crazy person throw us off. Or some person say something or wanting because, you know, she knows she say that to me. I'm just going to have to go off. We have that mentality that we don't want to let things go. Or your husband or your kid. If he does it one more time, I swear to goodness, if he says that again, I'm just going to go off. That's not for you to do. It's not for you to go off. It's not for you to tell him off. It's not for you. You are putting on the whole armor of God. If you got the whole armor of God on, do you not think God can't help you control your tongue? If you have on the whole armor of God on, do you not think God can't help you cast that stuff out? If you have on the whole armor of God, do you not think that the Lord won't bring to your remembrance his scripture and his word that says no weapon formed against you shall prosper? Hmm. There is nothing impossible in the Lord. Nothing. As long as it don't go against his word. It's not impossible. God can do what he says and then some. When we follow what the scripture says by putting on the whole armor of God, by making sure that we understand we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We aren't fighting the things of this world. One of the things that I've been seeing all over the internet is these different um, stances that people are taking in the name of Jesus. For example, the woman in, in um, Kentucky, the clerk, the county clerk, who has recently just been jailed because she refuses to do marriage license for um, same-sex marriages. Now. You and I both know that's against God's word. It's against God's word, the same-sex marriages. We know that. I'm not going to argue with nobody. I don't care. Either you know the word or you don't know the word. And either you believe it or you don't. And I'm not here to argue that aspect. Just because I said I don't do same-sex does not mean I don't love people. I'm not even... I could care less. And At this point, I'm getting to the point I don't care what people think about me. But... Here comes a, a woman who wants to stand up for God in a public office. That's not putting on the whole armor of God at all. Because there's a simple thing this woman could do is quit the job. She could quit the job. And move on. Say, Lord, take show her faith in Christ to take care of her. Because the land, the laws of the land, which we're supposed to obey, the laws of the land have taken over. Now, it goes against God. That doesn't mean that you have to participate in that. But you don't want to come up against it. For two reasons. God says we're not supposed to. And someone could show that to me in the word where it says we're supposed to just kill those laws. No. God said that if we humble ourselves, he will heal the lands. We have to humble ourselves. We have to trust him. And we have to believe that there's a purpose and a reason for everything. Hmm. Because when we look at this whole entire situation and the things that we are facing today, 
We have to understand that there's a reason for all this, which is why we have the words, which is why the Lord tells us to cast down stuff so we don't do stuff that is outside of his will and his way. This is why the Lord tells us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Because there's a reason why things are going the way they're going. We get in such an uproar and so upset when things go against what we believe God. Now, let me tell you what I honestly believe. Is the simple fact of the matter is God is all-knowing, all-powerful, all that. And I believe one of the reasons why he tells us to cast this stuff down, tells us, reminds us that to put on the whole armor of God, reminds us that we do not fight against flesh and blood and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And the reason why I think he tells us all this is so that when we get to a point that we're at now as the United States, that the Christians band together, pray, and seek his face so his will can go forth. Because anybody that studies and reads the word understands that the things that are going on now must go on for him to return. This is the time for us to come together as one and pray for his will to be done. Pray for those things to be done in the manner that needs to be done. I've gone to the point I still vote. It's my right to vote. It's my right not to vote, but it's my right to vote. I don't get all in an uproar because I'm, I look at the people who are there and I don't really care for any of them. I don't get in an uproar because the federal courts have decided that same-sex marriages are okay. I'm not in an uproar because some young man who uh, relates himself to being a transgender wants to be a girl, wants to be in the locker room with the girls. I don't get in an uproar. Now, do I speak the truth? Yes, that young man don't need to be in the locker room with girls because he still has a penis. I understand that. I don't get in an uproar. I don't let it just get me to the point where I'm just losing my mind or I'm all of a sudden doing things that are outside of the will of God because when we put on the whole armor of God, when we cast down those imaginations, when we throw those thoughts that don't relate to Christ aside, we will see that all things work together in his purpose, his will, his way, not ours. See, we get our mind into it and we think we know what's going on and what's going to happen, but we don't. All we have is the Bible, and anybody that reads the word from the beginning to the end knows that this is going to happen. They were already saying, and I want to say it was Romans, but I could be wrong because I was just reading it the other day and I was all over the Bible, but God turned people over to a reprobate mind. He already said that back 2,000 years ago. So it's going to get worse. Nothing is new under the sun. He knows all this is going to happen. This is why we need to turn to the word, cover ourselves with his word, walk in, his, in the spirit of the Lord instead of flesh, understanding that all of this has to happen for him to return. And then guess what? Rejoice in the Lord. 
Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Why do we need to rejoice? Because Jesus is coming back. None of this other stuff matters. We can sit here and pray and pray. And what we need to be praying for is God's will to be done. Does that mean it might get hard for us Christians? Yeah. It might just get hard for us. But there are people overseas dying for the faith. And I haven't seen not one person here in the United States die for the faith. Persecuted, maybe. Um, people who have bakeries and have to make cakes for homosexuals. I don't know where in the word it says you can't do that, but if you want to take it as being supportive of same-sex marriage, all right, I understand that. That's your belief. That's your faith. That's what you want to do. That's how you want to stand again, stand for the Lord. That's your choice. But in this time and day, you do that, you're going to get sued. You just, you just got to be prepared. I'm not saying that we need to accept it in our hearts. I'm saying in our minds, we have to accept that the way of the world is the way of the world, and we are not of this world. But we do have to obey the laws of this world. And we can stand for Christ and still obey the laws of this world. Example, the, the, the county clerk in Kentucky could have just quit her job. And stood for the Lord saying, I'm sorry, I'm done. Y'all got to get somebody else. I'm not doing this. I'm going to go find another job and trust God to give her a job. Because she was standing. Now she's sitting in jail somewhere. And the word says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. So if it's, she's really in line with the word of God, she may do a little bit of time in jail, but nothing will come of it. And yeah, I just said that. It's not always about... Making a public stance. Sometimes our stances are in our prayers and, and how we love people and how we allow the word of God to penetrate our hearts and show the world through our actions and what we say and how we live. By putting on the whole armor of God. By casting down the imaginations. By trusting and knowing that we don't walk according to the world. We don't live that way. That we can live the way God has called us to live. And let the light of Christ that's in us shine. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. It's not going to be easy. It's, no, it's not easy. When you stand for Christ, it is never easy. But when we trust the Lord for all things, we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to worry about it. I know that I said I started off with somewhere else, but I, I just go, you guys know how I do. I go as the Lord, I feel the Lord leading me to go. And I just want to tell you today, put on the whole armor of God. So that you might stand against the wiles of the devil. Because you're not fighting flesh and blood, my sisters. You're fighting principalities and powers. And if you don't have that armor on, you're going to fall. And you're going to hurt. 
And you're going to be in pain. And the things of this world are going to drive you crazy where you feel like giving up. Because you're going to go, what's the use? I keep trying and this isn't, this isn't. No. Trust God. Know that you're not fighting against flesh. So put on that whole armor of God so that you can stand in this evil day. And be able to stand to spite what we see. Once again, I'm your host, Sister Alyssa Lynn. Feel free to join us on Facebook, Women Living for Jesus. Or if you would like to talk to someone, feel free to give us an email at WL4J, the number 4J1107 at gmail dot. I think it's net. I don't know. I think it's net. At gmail dot, no, gmail.com. So, until next time, God bless. And I pray that I said something to encourage you. Continue to stand in the Lord and know that everything works together for the good, for those that are the called, or oh, sorry, for those that love him and are the called according to his purpose. Until next time, God bless.